If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Hey, sweetie, what do you think of our new car from Carvana? Think it can handle our busy family? Well, we have seven days to see. First, we can take the scenic route to the beach and stargaze through the moonroof. We'll see if your drums fit in the trunk. Then we can pick up mommy's friends and check out that leg room. And we should really visit grandma. She's getting up there. That's like a whole lifetime in seven days. And like one busy family. With our seven-day money-back guarantee, you can confidently shop for cars 100% online. Visit Carvana.com for all terms and conditions. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Ladies and gentlemen, tuned into a new episode of Music is the Love Language. I'm your host, Clint Coley, a.k.a. DJ Clint Sweat. That's all I got for this podcast so far. If you're coming in from the other one, we'll get more later. Before we get into this podcast, please understand this podcast is brought to you by FUBU. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, FUBU. That's for us, by us. Yes, the clothing company. Yes, not Platinum Albert FUBU. Yes, LL Cool J 1997 or 96. Hey, lover FUBU. With that being said, do me a favor. Use promo code CLINT15 when you go to FUBU.com. Again, use promo code CLINT15 when you go to pro- when you go to FUBU.com and um, get 15% off your order. All right. Uh, secondly, um, ladies and gentlemen, if you listen to this podcast and you listen to the following cities, by the time you hear this, I will be in your city. Get your tickets. Come on out. Wednesday, September 29th, uh, that is Buffalo, New York. Again, September 29th, I will be in Buffalo, New York. That's a Wednesday. And then Thursday, September 30th, I'm going to be in Cleveland, Ohio. Again, Thursday, I'm going to be in Cleveland, Ohio. All right. I, I try to skim through. I try to skim through the announcements, even though y'all need to hear them. And I'm going to say them again, probably in the middle of the podcast to catch you off guard. But I like to just get right into it because music is love language at the end of the day. And I'll be excited to talk about this shit. Like, I can't wait. So here's what I want to talk about today. And today is just me by myself. No, uh, no, no, no referees uh, calling, 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 calling versus unfairly. Yeah, Tracy, you was calling unfairly. No, you was. You was calling fairly, except for the, uh, what, what, which one I, I didn't agree with. The, the Girlfriend Remix by Alicia Keys. That was bullshit. But that's neither here nor there. It was a good time. We had fun. If y'all ain't listening, please go back and listen to episode two. All right. Today's episode, I want to talk about how music makes you feel, but in a different way. Right? Hear me out. You know what I realized why music is the love language? I realized that certain songs, certain albums, certain certain moments or nexus events in music history remind you or put you in a certain place. Ooh, y'all want to talk about that. They remind you, music reminds you of when you were in a certain place. And sometimes it could be good and sometimes it could be bad. Let me give you a prime example. There's always the debate on Instagram about, as a matter of fact, let's use Jermaine Dupri and Diddy, for instance, right? Now, my take on a Jermaine Dupri and Diddy battle would be was this. It was, you know what? I respect Jermaine Dupri, and I think that he ha- he is probably one of the most prolific writers of our generation. Bar none, hands down, no doubt about it. But then I said, I said, but him against Diddy is kind of going to be like, you know, Diddy got like eight. And if we talking spades, Diddy got eight and Jermaine Dupri got five. 
That's a comfortable win for Diddy. I totally agree. We proved that on the last podcast. But then I said that the big joker in all of this is Mary J. Blige. That's what I said. I said the big joker in that battle was going to be Mary J. Blige. Please bear with me, y'all. I'm about to get to the point. You be like, yeah, Clint, you was right. Here we go. Come on. When I So when I say the name Mary J. Blige, I want you really to sit back and think of what's the first song that comes to mind. When you, whoever you are and you listen to this podcast and your Honda or your Beamer or your Legend or your Benz, when I say Mary J. Blige, I want y'all to tell me what's the first song you think of. Because I'll tell you the first song I think of. The first song I immediately think of when I hear Mary J. Blige is Be Happy. It strikes two memories that are very potent in my mind when it comes to her. Number one, when I hear Be Happy, I all I can see is Mary J. Blige dancing. Literally, that's all I can see. When I hear Be Happy, boom, doom, doom, boom, boom, doom, 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 and then all I see is, and everybody go, that's what I think of when I hear Be Happy. And then the second thing I think of is I do think back to 1995 and the first time I really heard that song. My mother was in her 30s in 1995. Sorry, Mom, for telling your age, but 95, you were where I am now. With that being said, though, I can remember my mother vividly listening to that album in the car on the way home from school. How can I... Love somebody else Like that 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 is why music is love language Because it really Now Here's the thing Both memories of that song Put me in really good places It reminds me of a simple time And a simple moment That I had in my life with my mother Not to say that me and my mother are bad We're in great shape the point I'm making is, is that at that moment, that song, my mom, I remember my mom was in the, th- I was a young boy. Like I was still my mom's little boy. And hearing my mom sing that song or sing that album day in and day out. There's a couple of, let, let, now that I'm really talking about it, there's a couple of albums that remind me of my mom. Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation 1814. My mom wore that out. Salt and pepper, a salt with a deadly pepper. My mom wore that out. Now, again, memories. I remember my mom. I, I know the I know the words to uh, everybody get up. Boom, doom, mm, 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 mm. You do know there's a playlist coming after this, right? Yeah. With that being said, though, I I I I remember these rhymes and I remember these albums. I remember the Tender Lover album. This album. This album reminds me of my mother. Specifically, the song "Where Will You Go." Babyface has the greatest ad libs I've ever heard in my life, by the way. Babyface, let's let's keep it a buck. This album is filled with the most fire ad libs you'll ever hear in your life. Well, yeah. Sorry for hurting y'all ears. Go. I gotta play the song now. I'm not going to, but I'm sorry for yelling in your ear. Don't hate me. The point I'm making is, is that I want y'all to really, let's, let's really go back. And really figure out, does music make you feel the same way it used to make you feel? And some of us say that it doesn't because we feel like all the things on the radio is bullshit. But I'd like to challenge you on that. There's certain songs even today that still, that come out and still you have a fond memory of it. 
Even when they were saying that about our music when we were growing up, people that are my age, let's talk about it. I graduated high school June 10th, 2005. Graduated high school June 10th, 2005. Remember the exact day. I can tell you what was fire at the time for me. Number one, Mariah Carey's The Emancipation of Mimi album, Jesus Christ. That came out when we graduated high school. You know what song I think of when I graduate? Like immediately when somebody says, Clint, you graduated in 05, you know what I think of? I think of Lovers and Friends by Usher, Little John, and Ludacris. What a time. I think of Ordinary People by John Legend. What a time. I think of Slow Down by Bobby Valentino. What a time. Bruh. I'm going to go a step further. The album that's directly behind me, I'm ready to have a conversation about that being a classic album. B, by Common, reminds me of my two best friends, John and Dom. My boy Dom today, I sent him a text and I said, I walked in the crib, got two kids and my baby locked mama late. Now, if you graduated high school around the same time I did and you listen to this, the first thing you probably said was, uh-oh, uh-oh. So I had to, like... Music really gives us fond memories. And I want y'all, I want to challenge y'all. I want you to make a playlist. All right? I'm going to make a playlist with, 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 of my memories, but I want you to make a playlist of your childhood. I want you to make a playlist. That is the best way you could probably introduce yourself to somebody. Fellas, if you like a girl, if you really feeling her, right? You really feeling her. You think she's worth it. Send her a playlist and name the playlist, hi, insert her name, my name is, insert your name, and send it to her and watch what happens. Songs that you remember when you were a kid that bring you joy and have a conversation with about it, have a conversation about it. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. I can literally have a con and I only just hit the tip of the iceberg when I talked about 2005. I can go down the list of music I remember. Remember, you know what you know what came out when I graduated high school? Remember y'all uh uh this the 50 cent in, in the game. Fresh like uh Impala. Uh I remember the game. I the game, I remember the game first coming out. Music really gives you memories. I can even go a step further, y'all. You know, 2005, 2006, that summer. I remember that summer. That was the year Houston, Texas took over. That was the same. 2005 was the summer of 2008-2005 was the summer where I was definitely still tipping on fofos. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go a step further, though. Let's, let's, let's go down the timeline, though. Because we said that music these days doesn't give us that feeling. 2009, I was 22 years old. Where were y'all when Drake, um, when Drake so far gone dropped? You remember that summer? Like, think about it. As I'm talking you through this, let's go back to that summer. Wow, what a time. We had fun that summer. I, f- I want to fuck every girl in the world. 
I like a long head, thick red bone. Like y'all was acting like whores when that came. <laughs> like, I'm joking, ladies. I mean, I'm serious, but let's be, you know. Yeah. I remember when I was when I heard that mixtape. I remember where I was when people kept talking about this Drake guy. Yeah. You keep saying music doesn't give you that feeling. Around that time, I remember Trey's songs was super hot. Oh, my God. I know you're Thursday. Yeah, dog. That was, that, was, that was my introduction to my adulthood. Around 20, 21, 22. T-Pain, Lil Wayne. Yes. I owe, I owe, they, are, they are the beginning of my adulthood. And for a lot of y'all, too. That's why we, when we go, that's why we always support these artists. Here's the biggest one I left out when we were from 2004 to 2005 and how much an impact he had on all of us is Kanye West. It's Kanye West. Let's even go a step further. The reason why I'm talking about this album B being a classic, Kanye West gave Common the greatest beats I've ever, I've, I, he's, he, oh, Jesus Christ. And then it was fi- that was finally the perfect marriage between bars and, and 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 beats. That was a great time. Like remember Kanye? Like remember when Kanye? It felt like he really cared about music. Not saying that he doesn't now. I don't know that man to say that he does or he doesn't. But one thing I do know is right now is that he's not the same as he was years ago, and that's 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 called evolution. And people get better or worse, or people decide they 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 get into different things. But the reason why most of us love Kanye the way we do is because Kanye was the first one to make us feel like we were enough. He was the first one to make you feel like, yo, I don't gotta sell, I don't gotta be on no no th- no thug shit. Yeah. I like like that that there's power in that. You know? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I said 2009. I'm going to fast forward about six years, about five, six, six, seven years later. 2016. 2016. 2016, Chance the Rapper's album comes out. I'm not saying that, that you know, he's the, he's the gold. You know, but what I'm saying is, I remember where I was when I heard that. I remember the first time I heard Solange's album. I even, the only reason, I'm going to tell y'all this, man. The reason why I even got into this topic in the first place of how it made me feel is because I've been listening to a lot of Larry June lately, right? And as I'm listening to Larry June, I'm like, I got to give this brother his flowers because in a moment's time where I've kind of lost, like, I hate new hip hop, you know, these young niggas, everybody, young thug, young this, this thug, this, this baby, that baby, like, I sound like an old man too, but, but like, yeah, I'm not into that kind of rap. But finally, there's a guy who speaks to what I'm I'm kind of into right now. Larry June talks about living healthy and, and eating orga- organic shit and drinking smoothies and stuff. Having no stress in your life. No, That is the perfect way to describe Larry June. No stress, no drama, eat fruits, eat veggies, get money. That's it. I can relate to that. But here's the thing, I can now, I have a memory ingratiated in my, in, in my mind forever. Whenever I hear Larry June, I will always think of my mid-30s. 
and where I was at that point in my life. Same thing with Nas album just did. You know, I remember I, I'm going to remember forever where I was the first first time I heard, you know, the King's Disease 2. And I want y'all to really go back and really say to yourself, like, write down a list of like 30 songs that you can think of that you got a fond memory to. We're going to go back down memory lane with a lot of joints for me. You know, one song in particular, I put it on on the first playlist. It was R&B groups. I put Stilo by 702 on there. Now, what does that song immediately remind y'all of? You saying Cousin Skeeter? Absolutely. Now, but for me, I think of that song a little different. I never forget there was this girl that I liked back in the day. And um, there was like a little talent show or whatever, right? And her and her little girlfriends were singing that on stage. Mind you, now that I think about it, like, what the fuck did you know at 10 about somebody's Stilo? But that's neither here nor there. The point was, though, she had a great performance, had a great time. I was there. It was fun. But after the show, she was like, yo, I was singing to you. You were singing to who? Me? You were singing to me? And you know, guys, we be blushing. We be acting like we don't blush. Guys blush. Ladies, you tell a guy you like him or you did something for him, that motherfucker blush. Turn red as shit. <laughs> for real. You tell a guy you like him back, that motherfucker is going to start blushing. The darkest of the dark. Flavor Flav blush. Yeah, boy. That's a bad impression, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, like, you, like, like songs give you really good memories, you know? And even bad ones, too. There's songs we hear, we don't want to hear that shit no more. There's a couple of songs of that I got. <laughs> I got a couple of I don't want to hear that shit no more. <laughs> Tenderoni by Bobby Brown is one of them. And I love that song. But me and this chick, we that was our thing. I don't want to hear that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Give it a chance. No, I won't. <laughs> uh, what other song got a negative memory? Even though I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dwell on negative shit. But another song I got a negative memory too is uh, <laughs> is Papa Was a Rolling Stone by The Temptations. Only reason why, because I think of the movie and the boy kills himself during that song, and it's so morbid. So every time I hear that song, I think like I really think back to that 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 moment where he did that. I don't never want to hear that. that song. That shit scared me when I was a little kid. That shit legit scared me. Doom, doom. <laughs> For real. But back to good memories. Back to good memories. It's just, man, like this is, and here's the thing. Remember when we talked about classic albums a couple of weeks ago, or, you know, a couple of weeks ago. We talk about, we talk about classic albums because you can point back and remember how that album made you feel. Again, y'all, I was just talking about my college years, like my college or late high school years, like this in my freshman year of college. Lord have mercy. If you're not watching it on YouTube, it is uh, uh, Neo's first album. Is that a classic? No, it's not a classic. It's not a classic, but it, it, has, a, it has a special place in my heart. Nigga, I remember the first time I heard So Sick, right? 
And it was describing exactly how I was feeling about this girl named Tiffany at the time. She was mad at me. We had just broke up. And then I remember I was riding, I was riding home and on the radio, all I hear is and I said, oh, actually, I said, now it's a, it's a funny memory. I don't hate that song, but yeah, I was fucked up. I was fucked up. You know, it's crazy. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Some of y'all, y'all probably hate that song and me doing... <laughs> but, yeah, man. Good memories, man. D'Angelo's Lady. Got a fine memory to that. First of all, here's why I have such a beautiful memory to that song. The first of all, the first, what is it? I don't know how many notes, but doom, 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 doom. Like that, them first notes, like I remember my dad heard it for the first time and he went, nigga. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but I have a very fond memory of my cousin uh, riding down the block to that song with a Jeep, like a Jeep, like a dope ass Jeep with the, with the top off. With a bad ass woman. And when I say fine, I mean like this woman, yo, y'all, yo, you know what? I, you know, with all due respect, she might have been like top three finest women I've ever seen in my life. Top three finest women. Like I was eight, she had to be like, at the time, she had to be like 20. But this woman, she had on Daisy Dukes. She had on Daisy Dukes. That's, first of all, shout out to women who used to wear Daisy Dukes, all right? I love you. If you wore Daisy Dukes back in the 90s, we cool. Um, Daisy Dukes, she had she was light-skinned, not to say that that made her pretty. It was, she was light-skinned. But that was the first time I ever seen a light-skinned chick with, like, waves. She had a shortcut like this, but she had waves, she had waves. Oh, my God. Yo, she was... Woo! I'm sorry, man. I'm still thinking... Jesus Christ, she was fine. My cousin had a fine one. I don't know what she doing now. But if she a fan, she could come to the show. Fuck that. <laughs> anyway, my bad. Back on track. That song, though, actually reminds me of her. I don't even know that woman's name. You know what I mean? I don't even know that woman's name. I don't know that woman's name. I've never, I don't know where that woman lives. I don't know who's, who, I don't know if she's married. But what I do know is when I hear Lady by D'Angelo, I think of her because I think of my cousin pulling up in a Jeep with a fine ass woman that looked like her. And my thing is, is that, yo, like, let's start, let's start creating better memories to our music. We can do that. These artists are making great music today. And we can, we have, that's why I give you guys playlists all the time. Share it with somebody. Put somebody to fuck on. Put somebody on. It, it really is. It's, 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 it's a thing. It's a thing. And speaking of it being a thing, this is a thing. Uh, make sure you guys get your tickets in <laughs> Buffalo and Cleveland. Uh, September 29th, uh, Buffalo, New York. September 30th. Cleveland, Ohio, 
Hilarity's Comedy Club in Cleveland, um, Helium Comedy Club in Buffalo. I'll be there. Come see me. Let's have fun. All right, let's get back to this, man. I want to revisit something that I said earlier in the in the show, though. I said that I'm ready to have the conversation of Common's B album being a classic. And that's kind of where, outside of Larry June and stuff like that, I want to focus in on what that album did for me when I heard it at 17 years old. All right? And this is why I think, you guys, we should really start really thinking about what albums give us our happiest moments? What albums make us feel good? What albums make us feel like champions? What albums make us feel like we can do all things? What album, like what what gets you up in the morning and says, you know what, man? Fuck all this depression shit. I'm going, this album, this album gets me up. And for me, it's, it's, it's Common's B album. I'll tell you why. So first, man, me and my best friend, Dom, man, we've, we've listened to that album back and forth. And we used to ride around and listen to that joint all the time. But one part of that album, man, is a couple of, there's a couple of lines that stand out that Common says that makes me say, man, like, you know, at that point in my life, I needed to hear that so that I could, we could, I could, I could do better or get better. Prime example. In the intro, Common literally says, he says, he says, we got arms but won't reach for the sky. Waiting for the Lord to rise, I look into my daughter's eyes and realize I'm going to learn through her. I'm going to learn through her. The Messiah might even return through her. If I'm going to do it, I got to change the world. Like, that's powerful, man. That's powerful. And I remember I was like, damn, yeah, we do got arms that don't want to reach for the sky. That's hot. That's bars. That's bars. Second thing he says in that album, man, on the last song, Pops Reprise. Uh, it's Your World, part two. Yeah, Pops Reprise. And uh, he says, you know, again, I'm 17 years old at the time. And I remember he was like, blacks can lack self-esteem. Yeah, we forgot the dream. On our Jefferson, y'all, but we forgot the theme. I'm going to say that again just in case you missed it. He said, blacks can lack self-esteem. We forgot the dream on our Jeffersons, but we forgot the theme. And I remember me and my man Dom rewound that seven to eight, nine times. He was like, yeah, because the theme was moving on up and we forgot moving on. <laughs> we, I, we were so enamored. And... I'm ready to label that album a classic, not for those two bars, but because on a few levels, number one, that album did push the genre forward. That album, to me, definitely pushed the genre forward. There was no other production at that time other than Kanye West's album. Don't forget, Kanye West was only a success with Kanye West at the time, for the, for the most part. I mean, we're not talking about his stuff with Jay-Z, but... This was Common's first album literally was the beginning of good music. Common's first album and John Legend's first album are literally the beginnings of good music. And and we can honestly say that good music has pushed the music has pushed the culture forward. 
my thing is, if not for that success for that album, the, the we don't know what happens with, without good music. Not saying that music fails or anything like that. But my thing is, that album was a staple in what was to become a resurgence of a, of a different sound in hip-hop that would come from years to come and people would mimic that. The second thing in that album, the second thing in that album, that album still slaps the same way it did when I first heard it back in the day. The album still slaps the same way. The album aged well. It stands the test of time. It stands the test of time, in my opinion. That album, to me, is still hot. It's still hot. You put that on today, you you got you you bumping some fire. There's never a wrong time to play the B album, in my opinion. And then the third reason, I told y'all, I got it. Got to check the boxes. I told y'all, and I'm sticking to it. Test of time. Did it move the genre forward? And I know that album like the back of my hand. That album has 11 songs, I believe. I'm not even looking at the track list. I didn't even, the fact that I know this. The intro, the corner, go. What's number four? I think number four is, uh, I, think it's, it's, I think it's Faithful. Yep. Number four is Faithful. Number five is, uh, is I believe is, is Testify. Number six is Love Is. Number seven is Shy City. I could do without that song. Number eight is The Food, I believe. Number nine is Real People. Number 10 is They Say. And number 11 is It's Your World's Pop Reprise. Somebody fact check me, please. I may have forgotten the song. But I think that Common is 10 for 11 on that album. He's 10 for 11 on that album. He's 90, he's shooting 90% or better. And when you check all the boxes to me, ladies and gentlemen, I think you have a classic album on your hands. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that that we've never discussed it, but I don't remember people, or I don't hear people publicly stating how they always say how fire this album is. But to me, I think it's ready, I think I'm ready to put that in, in the hip hop hall of fame. I want to put Common's B album in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame because for me, it checks all the boxes. It still stands the test of time. For me, it also moved the genre forward with being... Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One of the first staple albums on good music, and then last but not least, I do believe that album is ten for eleven. Though that's my criteria for a classic album: test the time, track listing, and and yeah, that's what I that, that that's it. I believe Common is is that 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 album should definitely be enshrined in in the Bronx when they get the Hip Hop Hall of Fame. When we get the Hip Hop Hall of Fame, we need to start, yeah, I want to put albums in the Hall of Fame. It deserves it. That album came out, I believe, in 2004 or 2005, around that, around that time. So we know the album is over 15 years old. It's been a long time. 
you can put that on and still that album still makes you feel good. And you know what's even better? If I put it on for a 17-year-old who listens to the same stuff that I listen to, or not really that, but I believe if you give it to a 17-year-old today, he might fuck with it. He might fuck with it. That's how you know your shit is good. And my thing is, even music that came out before you can give you good, give you good memories. Give you a prime example. I feel the same way I feel about Common's album. I feel the same way about Marvin Gaye's I Want You album. Now, I can't recollect when that album came out because I wasn't here in 1976. But what I can recollect is the moments where th- that album was played. And every time I heard that album, I said, wow, this is beautiful. Who I didn't even know I was listening to Marvin Gaye when I was a kid. I didn't even know who he was. I just knew, like, damn, this shit is fire. And mind you, by the time I got a hold of it, mind you, and again, the first time I'm really, like, listening to it, because my mom is listening to it, is around 96. That album was 20 years old by that time. And my mom was bumping that joint, and it still slapped. It still slapped. What's even crazier is in 1976, that album came out when my mom was 14 years old. So imagine my mom is passing down music from when she was a child to now when her son's a child. Like, oh, I'll he'll, my son can appreciate this in 20 years. That's why music is the love language, y'all. If you ain't put your friends onto this podcast by now, you crazy. I get it. Like, I know, I understand. Some people, everybody, everybody has a music opinion and a music taste and a music podcast and talking dumb shit about who, that, that, we don't got time for that. How does it make us feel? How does it make you feel? How does it feel? We got homework to do. If you're listening to this podcast, please, like, let's do this. As a matter of fact, you know what? Let's scratch that. How about we all make a playlist? How about we'll we'll contribute to it? What I'll do is, on my story, I will put... Hey, or I'll put on, uh, yeah, I'll put in my story. Yo, no, should I do it in my story or should I do it in, on, on, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But I know on Spotify you can collaborate together and everybody add to the playlist. I want to do that with y'all. I want you to give me one song from your childhood that makes you feel good. And we're going to put all of it on there. We're going to put all them songs on. One song, though, because some of y'all, I got 30 songs. And then don't forget, hey, y'all, some people might have the same songs. Again, memories, man. Certain songs remind you of certain movies. What's your favorite movies? Like when I hear, when I hear, okay. Again, we said Mary J. Blige was uh, Puffy's big joker, right? Well, everybody keeps telling me that Jermaine Dupri's big joker is Mariah Carey, right? Give you a prime example. When you hear fantasy, oh, when you walk by every night talking sweet. Whatever whatever memory you have, I got two memories of that song. One, Kiera, my little sister, singing that in, in the house with a brush. With a brush. And I'll get to my little sister in a second. But the second thing that reminds me of, all of y'all, it reminds us of Rush Hour. Sue Young was in the back seat singing Mariah Carey before she got kidnapped. If you saw Sue Young today... <laughs> And you'd be like, oh, Sue Young, Mariah Carey reminds me of Sue Young. Sue Young. (laughs) Shout out to Sue Young. But I want to go back to my sister. 
And the reason why I want to go back to Kiara for a second is because there are a pocket of songs that remind me of my sister, right? And it's crazy because growing in the, growing up in the house having a little sister, she listened to shit you really didn't listen to, but you got to like it because she, she... My little sister was the one with the radio. I didn't have a radio. I had to borrow hers. She had... My shit broke, and my parents wasn't buying me a new one. So I had to use Kiara John. She had the CD John. CD, tape, John, boombox, basically. And um, Kiara had a list of CDs. It was either B2K, Bow Wow, Lil Romeo, Christina Aguilera, Kiara like 3LW, yo, yo, that's who my, that, now that really remind me, that first album, three, I'm getting on your thine and you're making promises, promises, yeah, that remind me of Kiara. Players, they gonna play. And haters, they gonna hate. Mm-mm. That's my sister. That ain't got nothing to do. Yo, that remind me of my little sister. That remind me of my little sister. Yeah, man. I ain't gonna be here long, y'all. I ain't gonna be here long. I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna take up most of your time as you listen to this. We ain't gonna keep re- re- being redundant. I just want y'all to understand that Music really should we 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 let it impact our lives so much. I really believe we need to start using the positivity that it comes with. And when you guys are in a bad space and you're not feeling well, today ain't it. You ain't got it. You pissed off. They got you fucked up. I understand that. I'm gonna tell y'all what helps me. So I have a room in this house. That I is like my childhood shit. I got a Nintendo 64 in here. I got a fucking regular Sony PlayStation. I got a Super Nintendo and a Game Boy. And I play that shit when I'm mad. Because it reminds me of a time when things were simpler. And while I'm playing these games, I also listen to the same music that I listened to when I was growing up too. And I want y'all to always focus on days where you don't have it. Really, go back and remember a time when things were simpler. There's no way you can't hear certain songs and it don't put a smile on your face. There's no way. Then if that's the case, then you don't need to be listening to this podcast and music ain't your love language. You're a robot. You're the tin man. But for those of y'all with souls, and for those of y'all who, who, really, who really, some days, again, you don't have it. Take a moment. Have some fun and put on some shit that you remember when you were growing up and tell me what happens and tell me how you feel. That's your homework. Fellas, don't forget. That's the, that's the life hack. That's, what, that's, the cheat, that's the cheat code. Fellas, let's say you're trying to get to know a girl. You like her. You like her. Send her a playlist of songs that you identified with when you were growing up and name the playlist hi insert her name and you say i'm such and such insert your name play a shit max shit she's going to appreciate it it took effort it means you thought about it and it's a it's a gesture that costs you no money but a little bit of your time and a little bit of thought watch what happens promise you bruh don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, Toba, 
Not October. Uh, September 29th, I'm going to be in Buffalo. September 30th, I'm going to be in Cleveland. Keep listening to this podcast, man. Keep listening. Share this shit. Put your friends on. We got to start this from scratch. If y'all coming over from advice from a fuckboy, I'm starting from scratch. Building something brand new. If y'all like what y'all hear and you're like, yo, he kind of really don't have, he's not stupid. I mean, I don't think anybody thought I was stupid, but you get what I'm saying. Like, it's more to me than just the fuckboy shit. I'd appreciate if y'all shared this podcast. That's all I ask. I ask for your ears. That's it. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for laughing. This podcast is over. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.